We are live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We are here. This is Brian S. Arnold, and we are here with another episode of The Authority Project. And I have my new good friend here, Steve Brown. He says he's going to show you, or you're going to discover what a golden toilet website is and, you know, how you could possibly have one. Isn't that right, Steve? That's right. I wonder. Have you ever wondered if you wasted a lot of money and it still didn't flush any better? It still didn't improve the user experience? Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, we shall find all about that now in this next episode, or this current episode, should I say, of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. Yes, we are back on the virtual stage once again with less than a week in 2020 as of this podcast. And we're excited to have Steve Brown here with a very intriguing topic, a very intriguing topic. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm doing great, Brian. Thanks so much for having me on your show. This is great. So before we dive in, let's, let's tell the people uh, who you are personally and then professionally. Personally, I'm a Texas boy. I grew up in Texas. I'm, um, I love uh, helping folks grow their business. I have, you know, I'm involved in uh, nonprofit things, but you know, I have this agency that's called ROI Online and had it for, this is our ninth year. Wow. And um, so now I've got a podcast, I've got a book, just doing, doing the things. I love it. I love it. So are you, uh, are you a Texans fan or a Cowboy fan there? You know, I'm, it doesn't matter to me, really. <laughs> I, I, I broke up with the NFL, I don't know, maybe okay. about eight years ago. Okay. <laughs> or it's whenever they started having the free agency. It's like I, I would show up every, every Sunday, okay. every Thursday night, every whatever. And I knew their names. I knew their numbers. I knew oh. their histories. And then I'd wake up the next day and it's like, what? Deion Sanders is on our team? <laughs> we hate Deion Sanders, right? <laughs> and I realized I was putting in all this effort mm. for this relationship and they didn't care about, about it. They would just break up with me and go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, interesting stuff. I love it. I love it. It's, you can see the passion already from from his his breakup from eight years ago. Still, still strong. Yeah, I'm still not over it. Yeah, you remind me of when I um I I um stopped doing fantasy football when I had like I, I put all my faith and trust in these people to to <laughs> deliver. I was in the Super Bowl. I was like, I had the best team I've ever drafted. And then I, I decided not to put this one guy in. He was like, just he just sucked the last last month. Next thing you know, 
I didn't put him in. Then he had like this monster game at the end of the end that I just put him in. I would I would have won. But mm. after that, I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm not wasting any more time in this unproductive thing that I'm doing every year. So right, right, yeah, yeah. So we got that out of the way, everybody. <laughs> we had to get that out. So tell the people who you are personally and then professionally, Steve. So I don't know how to answer that professionally. I'm just, um, you know. Here's who I am. My heroes, I believe the invisible heroes of our economy are entrepreneurs and business owners. Mm. They risk everything. They put it on all in line. They risk their family's future. And yet, what is it they accidentally do if they make it through the gauntlet? They like bring us services and products that improve our lives. And more importantly, they employ a significant portion of the American workforce. Did you know that 98, over 98% of the businesses in the U.S. have 20 employees or less? I did not know that. No. That's crazy. It blew me away. And when I got to thinking about it, think of who that person is. They're just like you and me. Yeah. <laughs> they show up every day knowing they're going to get punched from some side they weren't expecting but they're having to wear every single hat yeah those are my heroes i love it i love that that's great stuff man so tell us tell us what your what, what is your current project you're working on right now right now i'm so i'm um i launched my podcast at the first of the year when when i got a lot of free times because a lot of our accounts Fell off, fell off. Mm. And the folks that were maybe teeing up to come on board, they put on the brakes. And so I was like, well, what do I do with this extra time besides pout? <laughs> so I launched my podcast. And so we just dropped the 75th episode the other day. Nice. So been hustling on that. I've got a, a second book in the works, but my, my book that we're going to talk about a little bit, I dropped, um, it came out on January the 14th. So doing that, I'm doing some live streaming too with some of my clients. So yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Okay. So one last thing before we dive in here, tell us, tell us what, you, what does your daily routine look like? You know, so I, I'm, I do everything the opposite of what I, I don't take a cold shower. I don't get up and <laughs> right. I don't, I don't do the get up at four. I wake up seven o'clock or so. I check my email. I get into the day, but I show up and then start going through things. I, I don't have this routine that we're going to post on Facebook and write a, a blog about. It's just, <laughs> I'm just a Texas guy that yeah. shows up every day and, and um, starts grinding. I like how you said the cold shower. Cause I, I always had a little beef about that. Cause I was just like, these guys talk about the cold showers. Okay. You know, I'm from Boston. All right. There's no way in, and I got from giving, there's no way in hell that I'm going to be taking a, a cold shower in the middle of January. I, I, most of these guys are from San Diego, you know, California. Yeah. You can walk outside and be, you know, be, be refreshed after a cold shower. <laughs> Me, I'm stepping out into freezing cold after a cold shower. Yeah. You know, and then outside is, is the same way. There's this, 
you know, these new these new England homes, there's no way you're gonna take take a cold shower in this in this climate. So anyway, that's my beef. I so, <laughs> like the only time I'm gonna be warm all day is in my shower. Right. right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So there you go. That's my there's my beef there. So let's let's dive into it. Let's let's get into it. What is a toilet website and why I, or I, or I mean, everyone who's listening, rather, listening and watching, <laughs> may have one, of course. So, so Brian, I, you know, in the years that I've done this, I would have all these business owners come in and they'd say, Steve, I think we need help with our website. We need to redo our website. We need to, I think we need to show up on social media. And, and then I, I think we got to show up on the top of a search somewhere. But what I realized was what they were really saying is, look, Steve, my customers are expecting me to have a good online platform. I see uh, my competitors or other brands really killing it, and I feel compelled. I need to step up and transition from traditional marketing into modern marketing, but I don't know where to start. So... Being an entrepreneur, what's an entrepreneur? They're just going to do it anyway, right? They're going to figure it out. Right. And they were using the words they had to tell me what the subtitle was on that, on that foreign film. They say website, but what they're really saying is, I need to figure out this platform thing because that's where our world is going. Yeah. But every day when you're called and someone calls and promises you that they can get you at the top of a search, and they're calling every day and you're seeing social media posts, you're being brainwashed or you're being framed. You, the, your perspective and expectations are being framed. Okay. And one day it just hit me that I, in a 45 minute conversation, you know, when they say you got to tell someone seven times before they hear yeah. what you're saying. Seven times. I, well, it's like, well, I, don't, I have seven minutes here and I can't hit seven times. So how can I reframe their expectations? And so I would go, Brian, look, your website is just a toilet. Mm. And that, in that Boston home of yours, you wouldn't buy a home if it didn't have one. Right. But when people come over, where do you guys hang out? In the kitchen around the fireplace, around the patio. Look, it's important, but it's just one piece in an overall system that makes a home. And so the most absurd, universal, iconic, somewhat humorous example of reframing your expectation of your website was to call it a golden toilet. <laughs> and it's it's the internal feel, fear that every business owner has is wasting money on something that won't work. And you think of a golden toilet, a golden toilet doesn't make it flush any better. It doesn't improve the user experience. It's just a waste of money. And so that's what we're wanting to avoid as business owners. So, so let's, I want to, I'm going to get into this question because I had it further down the list, but let me, let me get into more to be what you're talking about. So tell us the horror stories of holding on to a toilet website. What do you mean by this concept where you're, you're we're diving into like money? What, what are the costs of holding on to that? Tell us about that. So that people who, who are just maybe diving into, into a website or people are telling them, you know, you need a website. 
you know, what, 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 what is that all entailing when we're talking about that? Yeah. Number one, what's your expect expectation, right? If you do it right, that here's people are evaluating and judging you based on the information they find out about you. There's a, a a quote that says people have to buy you first before they buy what you do. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of people put a lot of focus on that website, but the messaging could be all wrong. Remember that time you went and checked out a website and it's like this clock's ticking down, like, you know, that clock, that's that bomb that's going to explode if you don't diffuse it. Okay. Well, that's what's going on with your brain. Your brain's going, Brian, how much longer are we going to waste here? Let's go. Don't. And you're like, no, give me a minute. I got to find it. It's around here somewhere. I know they have. And finally, your brain says, no, we're out of here. Well, you could have a pretty website, but if it's uh, a user experience that's frustrating, mm. we've walked away from great websites, ruthless, without even caring, and went to the competitors because mm. we couldn't find something. Yeah. and got frustrated yeah that's what's at stake at stake here so so let's let's define what is essential then for for a website um because i've heard both sides like you need one you definitely need one mm-hmm. or don't start with one you know get your marketing done before, before you can start start a business so so in your in your experience what is the essential thing when you're starting um, that you need for a site, or do you need a site at all? What is, what is your what is your stance on that? Well, I love that question because what if Google doesn't exist in two or three years, right? Yeah. <laughs> what if websites are are like yellow pages? But here's what's never going to go away: you're going to need to clearly communicate exactly what it is you do, and that you relate with your target market, and that they can trust you. That's never going to go away. It's always been a requirement and will always be a requirement, no matter what the platform environment. Okay. Okay. So here's a question for you because I hate to, hate to stick still because I, I know what I know where you're going, but I just think that if you have a website, shouldn't it be, you know, presentable at, at, in, at most, you know, at least some type, some type of way where it looks decent enough to get started? Mm-hmm. Like, so what are we really saying? Like, are we saying, like, just throw something up there, you know, and then do your marketing off of that? Or what are you, what are you, what are you seeing when people come to you and say, you know, you know, you know our website needs something or we, we just need a better website or what have you? What are you what are you saying as far as what looks good or what is acceptable for you to get started? It needs to feel good to the brain, okay? And that means it needs to be uncluttered. It needs to be simple. And in just a split second, I need to go. I'm found what I was looking for. They get me. And then your brain's going to go, you can spend some more time here, Steve. So you got to make the cut. It's just like an American Idol. You know, all the, here's, it's not the attention economy. It's the focus economy. You can get people's attention by just lighting a firecracker, but you lose it. Okay. So 
It's not the attention economy. You're competing with highly weaponized entities that know how to demand attention. What, the last time you were on Instagram or Facebook, how long did you stay? A long yeah. time. Well, yeah. that's who you're competing against. You're competing yeah. against kids. Yeah. <laughs> daddy, daddy. Or you're yeah. competing against spouses. Okay. So the one opportunity that you get on stage, like an American Idol, you need to have your gig down. You need to have practice. You need to have your message clear or it's going to be embarrassing like on American Idol. You're going to be on that embarrassing reel, right? right. Where they dismiss them. Mm -hmm. You need to have everything clear and it needs to feel right. So your messaging is the number one thing. That's why I say it doesn't matter whether we're having a podcast conversation, mm. whether we're on a website, a leave behind, an email, a social media post, that messaging has to be clear, period. All right. So in simplest terms, Steve, let's, 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 let's talk about, because you're. Cause I love what you're saying. We're talking about the message. And I think a lot of people get this wrong. Even I might be getting this wrong sometimes, you know. <laughs> Uh, many times in the past, I, I thought I had the message, and it was it was the wrong message, or it wasn't the same same, you know. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people, get this 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 thing where they feel they have it, or they maybe they haven't even grown into the message. Hmm. So, how does one find the right message to to deliver and make the the most impact that they're looking for, and getting those, getting the results that they're looking for? When they're starting out, or when they're maybe when they're maybe they're further along <laughs> to, to, to try to refine their message. That's I love the question, and here's here's where it really struck me is that your why why you started this whole thing has got to come through in your message. Okay. So let's let's say that you're a I use this example. Let's say you're a photographer that specializes in maternity, taking pictures of moms after they had their baby. Okay. Well, here's the contrast. Here's the guy that's going, I need to find something to make money. So they got an old chain shop. They got to take pictures of mothers with babies opportunity, or they got, you know, um, um, a sandwich shop. Which one do you, think we can make more money. Well, your messaging, when people go, what do you do? I take pictures of moms with babies, okay? Yeah. Or here's the one that's one day their why came from this. They had a baby and they were a little bit struggling with the person that they had paid for, didn't show up on time on the appointment, didn't, get, didn't even really like kids. And took the pictures, and that's what I had for the rest of my life of that moment. Mm. Okay, so that that convinced me there was a need in the market. So now I go, what do you do? What do you do? I love to help moms capture that perfect moment of their their little kid. Mm. Is different than I take pictures of moms with new babies. So there's, there's your why is coming through in that message and which one feels better, which one, which one communicates without saying, I understand you 
and you're safe with me. Well, everybody says that. But in your messaging, you can really communicate it, but you have to have it in your why. I like that. I mean, I think that might be the the best why answer because I because you know a lot of people say you know I have a, I have a love hate relationship with the why thing, um, <laughs> but I do like that. And the reason why I have a love hate relationship with the why thing is because I think a lot of people have similar whys, mm-hmm. and they don't know what to do with that, or they don't they don't have a what. So you have you have a lot of people who are. You know, why are you doing this for? I'm doing this for my family, doing this for my community, for my church. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this for, you know, doing this for me, which is probably the, should be the first thing. Yeah. Um, but then what? <laughs> you know, you know, but I'm, you have a great, you have a great thing, but you know, there's, there's no what to that. So you, you're great. I want like I was talking to my son, you know, about earlier this year. He's like, well, dad, I'm, he's, he's, he wants to be an entrepreneur. He's like, dad, I, I want to help my brothers out. I want to, and I don't, want, I don't want them to suffer anymore. Da, da, da. So how much you want to make, son? You know, I, that's not what I said. So, so, what, so what do you what do you want? He's like, I want ten thousand dollars. I want to make ten thousand dollars a month, Dad. I was like, okay. I say, okay. So, okay, okay, you got your why. So, what are you gonna do? Crickets. <laughs> I mean, it's great to have. You know, there's 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 there's, there's no. And part of the reason because he didn't have. Uh, he doesn't know. Maybe just doesn't know what he wants to do. But so I, I think I feel that. I love the, your your why thing, like I said, but a lot of people just don't know what to do with that. How do so, you answer that? So your why is really going to shine after you've paid your dues, mm. after you've been chopping at that tree a while. Now think about your son. It's not unrealistic. You make ten thousand a month, but what his why is now? as opposed to a year or two from now is going to be deeper. It's going to be different. He's going to have lessons that he learned from that's really going to either solidify it and really make it more niche, more pithy. Mm. But we got to start somewhere, right? Got to. When I started this agency, the vision I had for it was X. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Nine years later, we've, curved around gone up and down and now we're like we're really we're in our zone now but it's so different than what i imagined but the overall mission is to help my heroes have something to show for this investment right yeah but it's really gotten it's really it's like that dish your grandmother cooked and you started cooking it all right, you loved it, but yours isn't it like, but over time, people want you to cook yours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where that's what I'm talking about in the why. I love it. Desi, see, it's, it's, it sounds great. I, I, I love how you're doing this because, and I hope everybody's getting a lot out of this because, um, he's explaining it very well. I just want to make sure that people, because I know a lot of people who are coming on here. Are learning a lot about you know how to build a business and how to how to grow it and, and scale it. So this is really for the ones who who are who are who are trying to figure that out, trying to figure out their messaging, trying to figure out you know you know if I got this website but nothing's happening, I'm not getting any traffic. Um, 
I really didn't know what I'm doing. I just, I just know I needed a website, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's like, okay, I think, I think figuring out, figuring out everything is the journey. And I think what you're saying, Steve, is that the message is the key component to really figuring that out. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. You, this needs to be, people want to do business with you. Okay, because they trust you and they like you. All right. Well, yeah. But you need to come with a unique perspective and value that differentiates you from all the people that do similar things that you do. And that starts to shine through your experience. But the biggest challenge that any dad, any leader, any parent, any spouse faces is taking this thing that's in their head and saying it so that people understand it and they they can they can see the same vision that you have yeah and the, and the people we love and follow and the thought leaders they have that nailed down if you study it like they got this belief statement like i believe the entrepreneurs are the invisible heroes everyone you follow they have a belief statement you got to come up with your belief statement. Mm. But it comes from some work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I have one last question for you. This has been awesome, Steve. So, and it goes something like this. I asked this of all of my guests. And they're watching you right now. They're listening. And they're trying to figure out, you know, how to go about what... what you know, their steps of, of uh, earning a business, they maybe they have similar, in, similar goals and similar interests as, as you are, you know, how building, building an agency and trying to help, help others with their message. Can you tell them, and I'll put you front and center, can you tell them just maybe one tidbit or some words of advice on how to be an authority in this space? Yeah. First of all, there is no silver bullet every solution is comprised of a comprehensive application and so you got to read you got to study you have to talk to people but you have to recognize patterns but if you can connect with what motivated you and what's this conviction that's calling you out to to step out and be accountable that's that's an important place but the people that you want to help they don't just need pictures of their baby they need someone that they can trust that gets them and that they feel safe with that's what you have to figure out to do and it's you need to be seeing humans with hopes and dreams and if you can understand that that's an extremely competitive advantage. Amazing. <laughs> I love all of that. I love all of that. Thank you so much, Steve. This has been great. Um, I, I, I think you would be somebody who <clears throat> people will really like to work with. Cause you give this calm about you have a calmness about you. I thought I had it too, but I, but I think you, you I, I think you beat me. You, you, you just beat me today. So you have a very calming effect. Um, you have a, a voice where people can, I think people, like you said, are very trusting 
of you. And I, I appreciate you being on this show. People, follow this guy. Please tell them where they can find you after the show. Yeah, so, of course, ROIOnline.com. I'm on LinkedIn at Steve Brown, ROI Online. You can follow my podcast on the ROIOnlinePodcast.com where I interview people like Brian, winners like that all the time. And my book, you can find my book on Audible, Kindle, and, uh, of course, Amazon. It's The Golden Toilet. Stop flushing your marketing budget into your website and build a system that grows your business. Great stuff. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, uh, this is great stuff, man. I have no words. Wonderful, man. Um, and just for my little tidbits, please, people, go to the authorityletter.com, join that list, build your platform. Um, happy holidays to everybody, yeah. <laughs> by the way. Um, it's the last week. We have a couple more shows here, and I hope everybody... It's been a topsy-turvy 2020, to say the least. Mm. I think that's, I think, I'm not sure, sure that's even an understatement by saying, saying that. But I want everybody to still finish strong, right? We can still finish strong in this week because 2021 is going to be, you know, another battle. I think people, I think, people think it's going to be like, you know, everything's going to be, get better and easier, but that's not life, right, Steve? What do you think about that? Amen. <laughs> No, if there was anything that we learned from 2020 is we have what it takes to muster through. Yeah. And, the, and the truth is this. It's like the last time you got through a death or losing someone or a relationship and you sat down and go, okay, that didn't kill me. But here's what sucks. The next time it comes around, it's just as hard, but you can do it. You at least have a track record of making it through. You have some confidence, but there's a lot of good things that we learned about ourselves this year. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's going to be more to learn in 2021 <laughs> as well <laughs> about ourselves in 2021. Um, but yeah, I think we all can adjust and get through things. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been interesting this year, but yeah. I, I know we can fight through it, fight through another year because the battle's not over. So everybody, follow this guy. And and make sure you know, give him a, give him a shout out on LinkedIn. This this he's the real deal. So uh, take care. I appreciate you. Do you have anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Tell you what, look me up on LinkedIn. You can give me a message. I'll spend thirty minutes with you. I'm happy to talk through, coach, whatever you guys uh, want to talk about. i it's on me. And uh, as as a proud guest of uh, Brian on the awesome. Authority Project, that's what I'd love to offer. Awesome. Great stuff. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. And yeah, we will see you on the next one. Uh, this has been great. But uh, see you on the next one of the, the next episode of the Authority Project. We thank you so much. Build it, share it, and they will come. That's all. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs> And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. 
We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.